This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Kramer and Jess. On demand. Here's the morning show highlight clip of the day. You feel a little crazy doing it. Perfect. We want to know everything. It's Talk Me Out of It with Kramer and Jess. Okay, so yeah, who is has an idea going through their head right now that just seems a little kooky? Right. That's what we're looking for. Jess, how do we do Talk Me Out of It before we get her on? Listeners reach out to us when they're going through a situation and they're thinking about making a decision that's kind of crazy. But sometimes you need someone just to kind of push you to do something uncomfortable. But sometimes the idea is actually kind of insane and we have to talk you out of it. By the way, if you ever want to be on the segment, you should know that we keep you 100% anonymous. We don't know your name. We have you on the voice disguiser. Hello, anonymous. Good morning. Hi there. So what's, uh, what's going through your head right now? So, my fiancé has forbidden me from getting a tattoo, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to get it. (laughs) (laughs) So, what do you need us for? Tell me. Uh, I want to know. Why is is the tattoo forbidden? So, it's my bachelor party this weekend. Um, We're going to be going to Ocean City. It's a whole brighter party. So, my two sisters and some friends. And my sisters and myself, we've planned on getting tattoos since forever. We were little. Like, I, I was 10. And, you know, we wanted it to be something really special and unique to us that would resemble something we love. So we've had drawn out this design of these three flowers, you know, each from our birth month. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, <laughs> I never thought it would be a big deal. Um, I hadn't talked about it with my fiance, but I told him and he was just shocked. He was like, wait, what? You cannot get a tattoo before our wedding. Why is he so against it? So it's not small, right? It's it's a bigger design, and it's going to be going on my left shoulder, and honestly, my, my dress is sleeveless. Yeah. Um, it's being altered as we speak, and he comes from a conservative family, and why they're haven't, more traditional. Why haven't you gotten this before? Like, why why does the tattoo have to take place this weekend? Well, it was about who was going to get married first. That was our pact. Wait, okay. what was the pact? That whoever gets married first would initiate this design of us getting our tattoos together to kind of commemorate the moment. Okay. Like, what's our what's our worst-case scenario if you actually do get this tattoo? So, he, like I said, he comes from a conservative family, and I'm conservative, conservative too, but, again, this is something that we've had. And, like, when he responded to it, he was, like, at a level 10. Is his mom going to say that she's, you know, really angry and and no longer want to pay for things for the wedding and that she doesn't want this to happen or ruin the wedding in some other way? Like, do you think with how well you know her, does that sound like something she would do? 
I mean, I wouldn't put it past, but they're very traditional. They're very conservative. And how important is this tattoo to you? I guess I'm trying to figure out, like, where it everything really weighs is. here. It really is important. I've wanted to do this to my, it's my body. Yes. And I, I just, it's something that we've had set in stone. I think it would really just celebrate something that's so beautiful. Yeah. Between me and my family. Okay. 410-583-1065. Anonymous says, I have told my sisters now for years that we're going to get this tattoo right before the first one of us gets married. Yeah. So far, so good? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, my fiance found out about this. He didn't know about it and now is saying, absolutely, do not do this. But you still want to go do it. <laughs> You're still. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not that I didn't want to include him. It's just I didn't even think twice. Because it's, like I said, it's something that my sisters and I have had planned since we were little. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 410-583-1065. Do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Jess? You better get that tattoo. This is something that you have grown up like dreaming about with your sisters. And I'm kind of bummed that your husband doesn't like see that it's an important family thing. Like here he is being like my family, my family, my family. But like, are you always going to like not be yourself and like you're there you're with their family or yeah, you know what i mean it's called compromise well no <laughs> like, but isn't this a that's com- exactly what marriage isn't is this by a the compromise? way like i think this is the compromise it's your body i don't know that you really yeah. feel that way i do feel that if way garage boy came to you and said listen this is extremely important for our wedding and she already said it was a level in importance she's been planning this with her sisters since they were little this isn't something that they got drunk the other week and they're like yo you know what we should do in ocean city why can't you just get a tattoo after your wedding because i honestly i'd be pissed because that was the thing that they wanted to do ever since she was little i'd be pissed she was 10 they've been talking about this since they were kids Forever. I'm, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying we gotta talk you out of it. Uh four ten five eight three one oh six five. I mean, does this sound like a good idea to go through with this? Or do we talk her out of it? Hey Holly and Abingdon, good morning. Good morning. What do we think? Does she go for it or do we talk her out of it? Um, I would totally tell her to go for it. I mean, if this is something that her and her girlfriends and her sisters have been planning forever. Um, I would totally go for it. I myself come from a very conservative family. When I got married two years ago, my wedding dress was come like a spaghetti sleeve, uh, spaghetti sleeve dress, yeah. and you saw my whole entire left arm that has a sleeve, and yeah. my back and my neck and everything like that. And was it in my pictures? Of course, but that's that's my wedding. Yeah, and but don't... I feel like my family just could deal with it. Yes. But if, but if your fiance came to you and said, I don't really want you doing that, that wouldn't change your mind at all. I mean, it's someone that just got married. Well, so my husband has no tattoos at all. He, like, just grew up in a conservative family as well. And actually, when I first met him, um, I had a, I had a one-and-a-half-year-old, and his mom was more concerned about my tattoos than me having oh, wow. a one-and-a-half-year-old. Wow. So at, at, at the end, so you it, get really it. Didn't, it really didn't matter. I mean, it, it was me, and, you know, if he loves me, and if, and if that guy loves his girl, and this is what she wants to do, she's not going to look any different than having flowers on her shoulder. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like, Sounds so, good, yeah. so go for it. Thank you for the call. Yeah, no problem. Have a great day, guys. You too. You too. All right, bye. Hey, Emma from Canton, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you all? We're doing well. So do we tell her to go for it or do we talk her out of it? Absolutely not. We talk her out of it. This is their body now. What? Um, They're choosing to become one by getting married to each other. 
And so she needs to respect her husband, and she is now a representative of his family. And so this is the person she chose, and they need to be on the same page on one accord. One more time, one more time. Did you say that this is their body now and not her body just because she's choosing to get married? Well, I mean, they're choosing to become one, right? Like, isn't that the whole purpose of Are you talking physical body like it's not her body? Or you're talking like a uh, metaphorical body of two two unions coming together? They're both a part of each other now. So they are one. So, like, yes, it's her body, but, like, it's their body. I cannot. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. That may be too extreme for the one. I I don't know if it's necessarily, like... His body. So you're saying anytime, like if she wants to get a new, if she wanted to like pierce her ears, if she wanted to shave her head, if she wants to get this tattoo, this like at this point, it's permission and not like all individuality is completely, completely lost. I mean, I think it's just a matter of respecting your husband, right? Like he has to look at her every day. So yeah, she should be consulting him on like what he likes and what he prefers. Like. No. Oh, oh. This, I see where you're husband. going. I see where you're going. You I, see where she's I going. I see the idea. I understand that you have to take somebody. I think you, uh, you may be a little deeper in than I am, uh, a lot deeper. Uh, but no, oh, and obviously, all opinions. Like sure. this is an open conversation, yes. But I don't think I've ever heard of like. <laughs> I don't know. It's not technically his body at this point. It's that still. part. Okay, but uh, thank you for calling us. Yeah, thanks for having me. 410-583-1065. Hey, Allie from Whitehall, good morning. Good morning. What do you think? Do we talk her out of it or tell her to go for it? We absolutely tell this girl to go for it. Yeah. And, and why? Um. Well, I, you know, I was just thinking, I was really caught up on the caller that was saying that they're becoming one body and that, you know, it's respecting her husband. That's disgusting honestly and it's opening the door to a lot of really unsafe things to bring that line of thinking into it like controlling Um, right when the comment of like now it's not my body it's our body really threw me off and it's it's respecting yourself has nothing to do with this she's planted since she was a kid and you know, honestly, I mean, first of all, if her if her potential partner is, has a problem with a tattoo, then there's a much bigger issue with that relationship. Um, but also, you know, it's just it, you still maintain your bodily autonomy. And I think that, um, you know, especially with a lot of uh, social issues with women, um, you have to be very careful saying that your body now belongs to your spouse. That yes. Is, that is never the case. Uh, do don't we agree though that there has to be a compromise in every relationship? And if he is so adamant about, listen, like I don't want you to look like this at our wedding, that it has to somewhat have something to hold on to. But here, is right? it look like this? Like, shouldn't he love her for who she is, not what she looks like? Yes. I think he still has a point. If he's like, I just, I, this is not how I want you to look at our wedding. I think, I'm not saying that she has That's to do it. That's still the controlling thing. But to take it into consideration at least, you know? Okay, so have a conversation about it and put foundation over it. They make foundation cover <laughs> tattoos. There you go. So there you go. Just, just wear a sweatshirt over your dress. You'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> okay, good point. Thank you for calling us. Have a great one. Hey, Lisa from Baltimore. Hi. Do we tell her to go for this or do we talk her out of it? 
talk her out of it. And why? Well, a couple of reasons. One, what if she doesn't like it? I didn't even think about that one. She I mean, might not like the way it looks with her valid. fancy dress and, you know, she's never had a tattoo, it sounds like. And if it's going to cause that much drama, sometimes you just need to, as marriage compromise, you just need to suck it up and do it another day if it's going to potentially ruin. It's her body. Yeah, it is, and she can do it. A week after the wedding. Yeah, that's that's my thing, Jess. I know you, everyone calling in saying like, "Oh, but it's your body, me, me, me." Yeah, it's it not. Is. It's not it, me, it me. No, yeah, it's your body. That's stay a serious single. thing. Stay single. If you don't want to compromise on anything, then if stay single. If you want to still there's have some independence have about your what? All, there's stuff I have to do all the time that I necessarily don't feel like doing because of family, and you know sometimes you just gotta. I don't know. Keep the peace. Keep the peace, Jess. And that's I mean that's that's where I'm going with this. Exactly. So keep the peace for his mom, but basically who cares about her two and sisters? Him. Then? He's also said it. It's not just to the mom, it's him that said the same thing. It's compromise. Sure. That's I, I agree. I yeah. do agree with that. Thank you for calling us. You're welcome. Thanks, Bye. Lisa. See Thank you. Hey Anonymous. Hey. So anything what you thinking after hearing all this? Honestly, I, I really need to think about this more than I thought. Um, yeah. You know, we are so close to the wedding. It's in six weeks. Um, I just, I don't think I can have a bomb go off. Everyone seems to have gotten so upset. Well, here's what we do with this segment. Is we always, because we just get nosy, obviously, is we want to find out if you actually did it. So you're, you're going this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Can you call us back on Monday because I, we'd all be, I think, super nosy and like. Yeah, we want to know. We want to know what you decide to do, and also, please enjoy yourself. Do not let this whole situation ruin your weekend. No, but make smart decisions. We know not many smart decisions start or end. But in Ocean you City, only get okay? married <laughs> once and get to spend your bachelor party with your sisters once. I would also so say make a decision before you get there. Live your a few life. drinks in, it's going to be. You may feel different. So, uh, hey, but this is the thing. We don't ask for your phone number, but um, can you just call us back at eight twenty on Monday? Yeah. Perfect. And what we always say with this segment is if we don't hear from you, we just have to assume the absolute worst thing has happened. And your mother-in-law kidnapped you and she got it removed. Yes. (laughs) That's the worst case scenario. So other than that, you need to call us back, okay? Okay, well. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. One more sleep. 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 Day. Totally forgot I was St. Patrick's Day today. Anybody Zero else wake green. up? Not yes, one. Nothing. Couldn't be less far away. And we're More on the news today. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> just didn't think about it. I don't know why. It just slipped my mind this morning. Nothing like on social like... media said said St. Patrick's Day when I was scrolling this morning. Nothing. So I was like, what? Just an average Thursday. I didn't see one thing. Not one thing. So here we are. I'm the guy wearing no green on St. Patrick's Day. Who's going to be on the news. Who'll be on the news and everyone's going to be wearing green yeah, I'm sure in my little totally, box. Yeah, they're totally going to give you crap for it. I'm sure. I Six o'clock. Wait. Anybody else forget today? Anybody else waking up? You're driving to work. It's too late now. You can't go back. Or maybe you just don't care. Yeah, that's okay. That's fine know. too. 410-583-1065. Text us. We want to say good morning to you. Veronica, good morning. Canton Kurt and Canton Karen. Jim at USCG. Uh, Jess R. and Rob P. from Westminster. Beautiful Beverly. Jess in Aberdeen. Parker's Mimi. Good morning, Stephanie in Nottingham. Uh, Nurse Amy in Columbia. Good morning, Stephanie Lynn. LG the Sassy Scientist. Terrence is here. Christine, good morning. Diana from Annapolis, our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber, Brian, our Lyft driver, and Dundalk, good morning. Mr. W is here, Mama S, Annabelle and her mommy in Havre de Grace, Amanda from the Eastern Shore, Lisa, Hope-a-dope, good morning. Uh, Miss Crystal, our Baltimore Pharmacy Tech, good morning. Jimmy and Tracy at Hopkins, uh, Christine, Sherry from Severn, WB from Glen Burnie, Lori, and Sarah and Sue, good morning. Remember what a crime it was back in the day, too? Like... I would be mortified if you were at school. If you went to school, like you get your ass beat. I don't know how it no, went you from. Would be, you were just getting. You would literally get pinched every five minutes. I feel like the pinching though progressed as you got older. <laughs> like if, when you were like elementary school, like you're gonna get pinched. I feel like literally though, if you went to high school and you didn't wear green on St. Patrick's Day, they would just beat your ass. Who would beat you up? Like, literally, they like punch you. Like you literally get punched. Oh, I mean, like like I okay, went to a hard school, Jess. Like play. Oh, I'm sure you did. I did. I'm it was sure tough. you did. Mm-hmm. You literally, if you did not wear green on St. Patrick's Day, I don't know that you could honestly commit worse of crime. I think I still have scars on my body from St. Patrick's Here Day. Here we go. Now, now, these are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess. Number three. March is National Women's History Month, so every day we're taking a moment to look at the way women have made the world a better place. And today we honor Loretta Perfectus Walsh. She was born today in 1917, and she became the first woman to join the Navy and the first woman to officially join the military in a role other than a nurse. And it was also on this day in 2000 that Julia Roberts became the first female actor ever to earn $20 million for a single film for her role in Aaron Brockovich, even though she had been a star for a decade at that point she was locked out of the boys club that saw 20 million dollars as a standard universal pictures was initially reluctant to show her the money until her agent convinced them by pointing out the injustice of hollywood's double standard male stars including leonardo dicaprio adam sandler had commanded 20 million after scoring only one 100 million dollar hit while she scored five i remember when that happened that's like one of my maybe earliest memories of inequality between men and women and I was like oh that was public yeah like that I like recognized that that was that public yeah that mm-hmm. I was like 
Oh, wow. That is that is a really massive difference between the two, you know? Right. Number two. Happy St. Patrick's Day for the traditional Irish holiday restaurants are turning everything green from donuts to beer and offering deals and discounts too. Krispy Kreme is giving away free green glazed donuts today. All you have to do is just be dressed in green. And the free donuts are available in store for pickup and drive through while supplies last. No purchase necessary for those. McDonald's, Shamrock Shake, and Oreo Shamrock McFlurry are also back for a limited time. And then you can get a free large fry when you download the app and join their rewards program. And then Chili's also has a $5 St. Patrick's Day margarita today. It's good to know. Anybody else forget to walk out of the house with wearing green today? I don't know why, man. Go grab something so you can get a free donut. Damn. Bad. Number one. The Ellen DeGeneres Show is officially coming to an end after 19 seasons. And yesterday it was announced that the final episode will air on May 26th. Since her show came out in 2003, Ellen has gifted about half a billion dollars worth in giveaways. She's had over 4,000 guests on her show. And some stars that will be making an appearance for her final episodes include David Letterman, Zac Efron, Gwen Stefani, Channing Tatum, Serena Williams, and former First Lady Michelle Obama. Um, this isn't confirmed yet, but the New York Post claims that Ellen is giving millions of dollars in bonuses to her staff. So we'll just have to wait and see about that. How, where are we with Ellen? Do we like her again? Do we not like her again? I mean, I don't, I don't know where we're at mentally with Ellen. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch her final show, I think, just because... I grew up watching her, and I'm just, like, curious on how she's going to go out. You know what I mean? Also, too, even though that's going to be her final show, they will continue different episodes for the rest of the summer months with, like, different uh, rotating hosts. Yeah. And then, obviously, reruns and stuff like that. But her final show is May 26th. So are we sad? Are we happy? Because this time last year, we were like, ah, screw Ellen. We, she's so terrible to her employees. We'll never forgive her for this. Now we're like, oh my gosh, her farewell show. I mean, she's still leaving television. What are we going to do? I just don't, it just feels emotionally odd to me of how to feel. Because I know she's had a long legacy. But we kind of hated her for the way she treated people. So I'm like, meh. Where are we at? This is Justin. That was your top three. You know the legacy of the Mobile, Alabama leprechaun? I have no idea what you're talking about. We can only talk about this one day a year. And it's on St. Patrick's Day. Back in 2010, maybe? It could have been earlier than that. Okay, I definitely wasn't paying attention to the news in 2010. There was a, a new... This is how times have changed. Because this is what big news was. Back in the, like the 2000s, okay? Mm-hmm. There was a story of a neighborhood that swore that they had a leprechaun that lived there. And that n- different neighbors had seen this leprechaun hiding in the tree. Yeah. They thought possibly there was a pot of gold underneath uh, one of these trees that were going to dig up. I want to play this news story. This is a true story that happened yeah, back maybe late 2000s in Mobile, Alabama. Listen. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! <laughs> Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. My theory is it's casting a shadow from the other limb. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. And it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. Oh, no. It's- I love people so much. Who else saw the leprechaun? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> like the whole neighborhood I love it. got hype. If you've never seen the legacy, it's one of my favorite things on the internet. The legacy of the Mobile, Alabama leprechaun. Please go look that video up. It is amazing. It's Thursday. Yeah. Which TGIT. Because, like, this week has been crazy, time change and everything else. Mm-hmm. Throwback Thursday, we look at the number one songs in Maryland from previous years, and then I'll give you a moment in pop culture history as well. The number one song in Maryland back in 2016, Jess, was Rihanna and Work. It's changed my life. It was like Drake was in the video, yeah. and it was like the first time they were like low-key dating publicly, but not really. It was a big deal back then. It man. was massive. All right, let's go back now. The number one song in Maryland in 2010 was the Black Eyed Peas and I'm a B. Yes, yes it was. Remember the reign of Black Eyed Peas? Peas? They don't get the they do not get the respect they deserve. Didn't they try to come back recently too? I think Low they, key, they but without like, Fergie, yeah. and it's just like it's not the same. Like still make music, live your dreams, but like truly, they made so many hits yeah. and took over for so long. This just reminds me of like a simpler time. You know? Like music wasn't heavy, news wasn't heavy, things weren't heavy. Just easier. Yeah. This is what songs were about I'm a B. Like, what's that? I'm a B what? It's so good. I don't think I pay attention to the lyrics that song. Uh, the number one song in Maryland, 2000 and... Oh, my God. What year was this? This was 2006. This was uh, Love in This Club. Oh, 2008. Sorry, 2008. I love Usher. I have to see him before I die. I met Usher. We didn't meet him. I saw Usher. <laughs> There's a difference. One time. <laughs> yeah. I think I told this story. I waved at Usher. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I listened to Usher's album one time. Uh, no, I went to an Usher concert. Oh, my dream. And my dream. My literally, it was when him and Ludacris had that You Don't Got a Call song came out. And I'm from Atlanta, so it was in Atlanta. There was like this, you know, a lot of pride. You don't have to call. Ludacris. You don't got to call. No, I, it's okay, no. girl. Ludacris isn't on that song. It's a remix, yeah. Oh, remix. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, what? So, Ludacris comes on stage, guest appearance. Lose my knees mind. buckle. Lose my knees. Never, I've never been so excited to see a celebrity in my life than yeah. I was for Usher and Ludacris on the same stage. It was just like, this is too much. Ludacris too and much his voice does something to people that I just can't explain. Like, I think he makes everybody's knees buckle. Out of body experience. Yeah. Okay, let's take a look at uh, <laughs> pop culture history. It was this week back in 2002. I don't know if Jesse would remember this or not. Fox came up with this idea to put out a show called Celebrity Boxing, okay? And they hyped this thing like it was going to be the biggest deal. Now, this is before we had... This is before Logan Paul. Logan Paul of (laughs) recent years. This mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Logan Paul now is the guy that puts celebrities together. Y'all should box it out. We'll pay you $20 million or whatever. Which, by the way, he's currently trying to get Kanye West and Pete Davidson fight by, I think, what, paying each of them $30 million? million So... This kind of is like where this whole thing started. 2002, Fox has like hyped up this big one night uh, celebrity brawl pretty much. And it was kind of when Fox was figuring out that they could put out trashy TV that was kind of mean spirited and it would get better ratings than wholesome you the know, Brady Bunch. Then the Brady Bunch, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. all the all the feel-good shows. So they put this idea of, let's put all these celebrities together, make them box, yes. and see how it goes. Well, they put up a couple people they put up together, in case you don't remember. It was Danny Bonaducci versus Barry Williams. It, it Very, we're talking very low rent. It's yeah. Todd Bridges 
with Vanilla Ice. It was Tanya Harding with Paula Jones. And so they put this out. They thought it was going to be a massive success. They didn't. It wasn't. Nothing. Nobody cared. Honestly, nobody cared. They tried it again in May of 2002, and then they shelved it because they were like, nobody cares about this. Here's why celebrity boxing is a big deal, though, is because it was the very first time that we started kind of using the very worst, loose word of celebrity. Mm-hmm. It's the first show to be like Celebrity Apprentice, Dancing okay. with the Stars, okay. where you get these like CD level yeah. stars. But people will still watch. Put them on a show and see what happens, you know? So if it wasn't for Celebrity Boxing this week. This is this why it's week, my favorite thing we do. I really need your help right now because I need to know what is the appropriate age that a kid has to be to go to a concert? Because right now I feel like I am like fighting in the trenches for my <laughs> six-year-old niece right now, defending her honor and trying. And, and I and I like me and my aunt are so butting good. heads because I am not going to let her ruin her life. What's the issue? My aunt doesn't want to let my six-year-old niece Maya go to an Olivia Rodrigo concert. Now listen. Here's my thing with that. She tells me that if they're able to get tickets, because as you know, like Olivia Rodrigo is like the biggest thing ever. She's taken over the world. She's taken over the planet. And I understand how important she is to Abby and Maya. You guys know Abby. Maya is Abby's little sister. Abby's allowed to go if they're able to get tickets. At age 10. At age 10. Okay. And my, Maya... aunt, and my aunt was like, but I'm not sure if I'm going to let Maya go. And Maya is six. And I was like, hold up. So you're going to let Abby go to the best concert in the world, in her world, and then have Maya sit at home crying her eyes out. And then when Abby gets home, they're going to have to experience that together. My thing is like, this isn't Nine Inch Nails. This is <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. Are they still around? You know what I'm saying? Like... Come on. Well, what's what's her reasoning between why a 10-year-old should be able to go to a concert and a 6-year-old shouldn't be able to go to a concert? That's the thing. She's like, I just think she's too young. I just don't know if like she should be at a show. Like There's just like a lot of commotion going on and all these types of things. And I'm like, it's Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. She will never, ever, ever forgive you if you do not let her go to this concert. It does feel very young to me. For Olivia Rodrigo. This is what we're like. Uh, th- th- that That is her fan base. Like, I've never thought through it before, because I don't have kids, and Jess doesn't have kids. Start calling in now, 410-583-1065. When should kids be able to go to concerts? Is there an age for you that you feel like is appropriate? Honestly, if I think about it, I don't think any kid under the age of 18 should be going to a concert. You're lying. I swear to God. That is is the coldest thing I've ever heard in my life. Are you under 18? My first concert was... Dave Matthews Band. I was, I was a senior. Okay. Okay. I was a senior in okay. high school. So All I would right. have been 17 so or 18. So that's where this trauma Jessica, is coming like, from. Because you didn't go but, to a concert until like, you were 18. Well, even think about it now, I can't believe my parents let me go. What? So it much, was Dave Matthews. So much what marijuana. was he crying about? So much marijuana. Whatever. Should not, should not have been in that concert. There's not going to be marijuana at the Olivia Rodrigo concert. There's not. The girls are going to be screaming their hearts out. They're going to be singing all the words to the songs. And it will be the best experience of her life. Hey, Rebecca and Dundalk, good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? We're good. When, when do kids, what do you think kids should go to concerts? I mean, I think that they should go to concerts whenever the parents deem it necessary. I mean, for instance, last year, I really wanted to go to the Firefly Festival to see Billie Eilish. And 
I mean, I have a two-year-old, and I didn't have anybody to watch her, so I just was like, forget this. Like, I'm not giving up on this concert after living in a pandemic. I'm taking my daughter. You took her to the Firefly Festival? Absolutely, we did. How, how does she? Okay, how does she do it too? That's that seems that seems extremely young. Take to a concert. I mean, I just don't feel like moms should have to give up their whole lives just because they have kids. Like there were times when she would cry, and the music, like because the music was too loud, but I just put a blanket over her ears, and I mean, it's totally fine. Swear to me, this is true. I I'm, I swear, like, I have the pictures to prove it for at taking two? her to our first festival. I think, okay. You weren't worried about what was going on at the festival, having no, her around all that stuff? No, yeah, no, no, I'm no professional. I, I'm no professional. But did, did at any point in that, did you not feel like maybe this is way too young? I mean, she doesn't know what's going on around her. Like, it was just really <laughs> a matter of, like, the loud music. I would even think that's <laughs> okay, a little. Okay, too. That might be, that might a be a, young bit, a bit young. Thank you for calling us. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good day. You too. Erica on 6 in Baltimore. Good morning. What's up, Erica? Good morning. How are you all? Good. So what's the right age, you think, in your mind? I think as long as parents are with their children, they mm-hmm. can take their children to a concert, to a clean concert um, yeah. at pretty much any age. At two? <laughs> so, like, you're okay with the woman that called before and said two. Like, you're like, that sounds that sounds fine. If she had her child wrapped around her body and was monitoring her child and, you know, was mindful of people drinking or, you know, doing some other illegal things, I think it's fine. Two is fine with you. Okay, so, so Erica, obviously then six should be way fine for you then. But, Erica, so you, but, like, you saw a concert at a very young age as well, right? I did. So um, I was sharing that my family, we all went to the Jackson 5 concert um, hey. in the late 70s. Incredible. And Incredible experience. Phenomenal. It was when it, it was right before the Jackson 5 broke up. And I was nine. And my let's see, my brother was four. There were like 10 cousins. And then we had like two uncles, three aunts. I mean, come and on. And they were just like on point and just, you know, monitored us and took care of us. Yeah. And, we had to hold hands and, you know, we and got in our seating area. And here you are as an adult talking about that experience to this day. I just don't think anything good can come from kids going to concerts that young. I mean, 10. Mm. Erica wouldn't have that memory with her family if her if she had there. her dad like Kramer being like, sorry, Erica, you're not 18 years old and you got to stay your little butt at home. I Absolutely mean, not. There's a lot of things we can look back on and be like, we probably shouldn't have been doing that when we were kids. Um, who's on two? Uh, this is Kim in Baltimore. Hey, Kim. Good morning. Hey, you guys. Good morning. What's the right age for a kid to go to concerts? Like, it's kind of split today. Listen, I'm I'm going to go with Kramer on this, and it's only because I took my daughter to a Taylor Swift concert when she was eight. Um, we had seats, and they were really, really good seats, as in I paid $1,000 for these tickets. Oh my God. Um, we, were, we were escorted by security. We had a security team that took us to our seats. Um, it was really, really, really overwhelming for her. Yes. Um, so... All I can say is I'm pretty sure that, Olivia, uh, it, this is going to be a GA show, a general admission show. Your niece is going to be so overwhelmed. It, it, I think it will be terrifying for her. Mortified. And this is uh, from experience, Jess, from experience of taking her daughter to a concert. This isn't an There's empty. no way to shield her. There's no, no way, way to shield her. My daughter was completely shielded, and she was still terrified, yeah. and she was eight. I just, I'm sorry. I'm going to go with Kramer on this. And also, I should tell you that. Um, my daughter loves Olivia, too. She's now 14. Um, 
I'm totally for uncensored music, but if you've listened to that album, the uncensored version, she drops the F-bomb in, like, every song. Are you trying so to put the F-word in front of your niece's face, Jess? I mean, yeah. I'm not... And she will do it in concert. She will. She absolutely, absolutely will. And will. I'm, I'm all for it, but do you you have to, like, think, are you okay with your niece hearing that? And I'm pretty sure she's going to be, like, very uncensored in concert. So you do have to think about, like, all those things. Um I yep. would take my kid at 14, but do you want your six-year-old niece to be exposed to that? These are just things you have to think about. And also, again, general admission show as opposed to my kid going to Taylor Swift with a freaking security team, and she was still terrified. 18. 18, honestly, and I think Kim understands. You have to be a way older than six to go to a concert. I don't agree no. with you guys. F-bombs, too, Jessica. It's not fair. Abby can't go. Ab- no, they both need to go. Hey, Jessica, what do you think? Well, I actually took my five-year-old to see JoJo Siwa a couple oh, months God. ago. Did it ruin? Did it ruin her life? No, it's actually a boy. He thinks JoJo is his girlfriend. So. Oh, <laughs> when you were and there, was it, and was it the best thing ever? It was. It was loud. He covered his ears at times, but he loved it. And she blew him a kiss, and he absolutely loved it. Oh, my God. And, and, and that no is something point. he's never going to forget for the rest of his life. And no That's point, though, right. like when your kid's covering his ears, were you like, this is probably not the right environment? No. No. Okay. No. All right. And I remember being younger going to see Leonard Skinner with my uncle. And when they sang that song, Ooh, That Smell, they really weren't kidding because there was smell. <laughs> <laughs> now you get what that means. What, what's the right age for kids to go to concerts? Hey, Crystal from Baltimore, good morning. Good morning. Is six years old too young to go to a concert? Six years, six years and ten years are too young to go to concerts. They're both too young today. to go. You don't think Absolutely. either of them, either of them should go to see Olivia Rodrigo? No, not that. Like, a child's concert, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. The JoJo Siwash, her music is geared towards children. Yep. But, but so, Even so, though they know all of the words to the music does not mean they should be in the concert live. So, you're to you, let's let's just say that this was a, a JoJo Siwa this is concert. Such a bummer. Would would you to that to you, is that okay for a six year old to go to just to be around that environment? So I would say it depends on the child because some six-year-olds are a little more mature than others. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. So that definitely depends on the child as far as whether or not you're going to let her go to a child concert. But, but not uh, for an adult concert. And, like, and, and what's, what seems wrong about that? Jessica just, just cannot understand yeah, why like, that's why, so bad. Why not Olivia Rodrigo when she's the biggest thing on the planet? Like she's on Disney Plus, she's on the Disney Channel, she's literally everywhere, and all of her fans are that age. Because her music isn't geared towards those fans. Mm-hmm. Her music is for us. For us, Jessica. Our, for, for our, like, that would be a great concert for us to go to. I yep. saw NSYNC when I was eight years old, and I'm 28 right now, and I'm telling you right now, it's still to this day one of the best days of my life. No and if my, if, if, are you kidding me? Those boys were bumping and grinding on the stage. <laughs> they were thrusting. They were thrusting. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were thrusting. And yes. if my parents, like, I'm, if my parents did not take me to that show, I couldn't even imagine what my life would be like. Right, but you also have to understand those, that was a different time. Different time. You can't what are you talking about? Way what? Too much now. The things that we used to sing when we were younger, different. we would sing that and we would have no idea what it meant. No it's idea. You just think that it was just great music, but these children know too much. We didn't have seatbelts in our cars. What are you talking about? It's like, the same it's, thing. It's not. It's not. All right, Crystal. I appreciate. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I appreciate the call. <laughs> no problem, thanks. Stories in the city. The Baltimore Top 3 with Jess.
number three. President Biden uh, is unveiling more U.S. aid to Ukraine. Speaking at the White House, Biden said America will send roughly $800 million in additional security assistance to Ukraine. And that primarily covers military weaponry, including drones. And Biden insisted the U.S. and allies have provided uh, security assistance and noted that more is on the way. And Biden's remarks followed a virtual speech from the president of Ukraine when he addressed members of Congress yesterday, pleading for more U.S. aid as his nation struggles with the ongoing Russian invasion, calling it a terror that Europe has not seen since World War II. Yeah, it's a tricky situation, man. Like, how much do you get involved when it's like kind of none of your business, you know? It's like, it's, imagine this, my, my dumbed down version of this is like, you got two people that are feuding and like, you kind of want to get involved, but like, it's not really like your place to get involved. But like how, you just can't let things stand by. If you saw two people fighting, what would you do? Mm-hmm. Same kind of situation, very dumbed down. Number two. There is a new rundown of each state's favorite traditional Irish delicacy they like to eat or drink to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I hope you're wearing green today. The list includes stuff like soda bread, corned beef hash, shepherd's pie, Guinness beer, and more. But the number one item in Maryland was Irish coffee. And some other St. Patrick's treats you can enjoy today. THB is selling their Lucky Bagels today while supplies last. And a portion of all Lucky Bagel sales will be donated to World Central Kitchen to benefit chefs for Ukraine. I bet the Guinness Brewery is going to to be popping today. Yeah. That's got to be like the best spot to go to on St. Patrick's Day. Number one. Kanye West has been suspended from Instagram for 24 hours. According to a Meta spokesperson, he violated the platform's policy on hate speech, bullying, and harassment. He is restricted from posting, commenting, and other actions for 24 hours. If necessary, the company will take further action. Kanye took a few shots at Pete Davidson yesterday. He said Pete should not be around his kids because of a joke he told a few years ago about having sex with a baby. And he said he's worried that Pete will get Kim Kardashian hooked on drugs. But this is the post that finally got him kicked off. I guess harassing Pete Davidson for the last month and a half was not enough. The Daily Show host Trevor Noah was discussing the public feud between Ye, his ex-wife Kim, and her new BF. Pete Davidson, saying that this could potentially turn into a dangerous harassment situation. Naturally, Kanye was not pleased about Trevor's comments, and then he posted a screenshot of an internet search of Trevor with a caption that incorporated a racial slur, and that is the post that got him banned. And then Kanye found himself in another unfortunate situation after he was kicked off of IG with a photographer outside of an airport in LA. The photographer was pestering him, and and Kanye did keep asking him to leave him alone. Alone, but after Ye had enough of the guy, he took a swipe at him, and in the video, it looks like he smacked the camera out of his hand. Okay, so we have to sometimes take situations and take them out of Hollywood and put them in real life. Absolutely. Okay? Now imagine yeah. that you've got a friend that has an ex-boyfriend, and he is posting all kinds of wild things like Kanye. I mean, I'm shocked that it's taken this long for him to get kicked off of the platform. Yeah. And that's almost the problem with social media is that anybody now has got the, the chance to just blast whatever they want out. Yeah. Right? I'm proud of Instagram. I'm not, I'm not big on censorship, but I am big on bullying, harassment, and it, that's exactly what this is. Right. No, there's there's a difference between art and harassment. Yeah, for sure. This is Jess, and that was your top three. In studio with us is Mix 1065 Royalty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> royalty. <laughs> I think you're royalty. Wouldn't you say? Would you think? Um, I do. Was anybody really? else? Yeah. Are you many, kidding me? How many years? This is Greg Carpenter, by the way, from uh, 1019. Hello, now. friends. What's shaking? But for a very long time, you were on this radio station. Yeah. How from many years? 
94 to 2001. Long time. I was the afternoon guy on Mix 106.5. That's insane. It had a point back then, by the way. It was Mix 106.5. <laughs> yeah. The kids get rid no of the point. point. Yeah, the millennials. Oh, sorry. It was like I variety it from cleaner. the 80s, 90s, and today. That's what that Mix 106.5, the variety. I can't even say it anymore. <laughs> variety from the 80s <laughs> to the 90s sweet. to today or something. Still got it, though. Why am yeah. I so excited? I'm like so excited you're here. Well, so wow. Greg, Greg Carpenter has moved on to one, today's 101.9, and he's on every morning, same time we are, well, 6 to 9. And I always look at their show as an extremely polished morning show. Oh, come Absolutely. On. I do. You I mean, compared to us. Heard it. No, compared to <laughs> us, like, you guys at least sound like everything isn't burning in flames behind the scenes. Yeah. That's how it sounds like over here. Ours is a cool smolder. No, yeah. I'm I'm already, like, calm that you're here. Immediately, wow. my feels energy like feels like, but I think both uh, Kramer and I are just, like, immediately more calm. When wow. you're not here, it's just, we're, like, crying off mic, like, it's, it's a mess. So, you're from the generation, the previous generation of us that were radio. And Wait, are you have, calling me old? Yeah, what have, the hell does that mean, Kramer? <laughs> well, things have changed on the radio throughout the years. Sure. And we had a debate with Greg Carpenter a few weeks ago asking if Greg Carpenter is a happy hump day kind of guy. And I said he's not. I said I know for sure he does not say that. My assumption was, just by the the little we do know about your show and the yeah. fact that you've, you've been on the radio for a long time and that yeah. was kind of a popular saying and a lot of the radio DJs used to do that, yeah. I assume that you would. So we're going to play a St. Patrick's Day version of this game today, which is did Greg Carpenter say top of the morning to you today? (laughs) Greg, I don't think you did. I don't. And like, I really don't. And I feel like Kramer tries whenever he does something cheesy or he's embarrassed of, he's like, well, I bet you Greg says it. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. You me under the bus every time. I bet you Greg Greg says it right now. I'm going to text him and I'm going to ask him and tell you that he said that this morning. So So do you want the answer now? We'll we'll, we'll debate it. Jess, you say absolutely not. I say absolutely not? not. Because I feel like you downplay how much of a G Greg is. It's true. He is. And he's just chilling and he has he has no need for top of the morning to you. I'm okay. a capital G. <laughs> <laughs> That's what worries me right there. It's comments like that that make me really doubt if he actually said top of the morning and to you. And why do you think he said it? Possibly poking fun at himself, but the reason this came up is because Austin, our traffic guy, did drop a top of the morning to you, and I was like, "It did, it did catch us off guard a little bit. It, was, it, did. it did, but it you know what? Caught. It was nice. It was the first time we heard it. We hadn't heard it at all, like all morning. <laughs> I think, I think Greg did say it. I think it, you know, back in the day in radio, like that was the thing to do. You come on, it's topical, top of the morning to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that make it carried on from generation to generation. Right. Now on one hundred and one nine, it's like those DJs from the Groundhog. Uh, Groundhog movie, same thing. Groundhog Day, Day. yeah, Yeah, same thing. Like you just you carry it's just it's just it's a natural thing for older DJs to come on and just be like top of the morning to you. It's St. Patrick's Day. So So did I or didn't I? Let's find out right now. Did you? I did not. Greg, you know why he's mad is because after Austin said it, Kramer tried to do it. And I was like, can you stop? And he's like, so Austin gets to do it and I don't get to say it? And I was like, dude, let Austin, let Austin's top of the morning to, for you, like, breathe for about five minutes before you try to, like, put it in our face again. And that's when the tears started. That's when the t- we started crying. And then that's when we called you. And then <laughs> that's we, when we called you. I said, I bet Greg said it. Nope. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, nope. welcome to uh, our, our final edition of... 
Did Greg Carpenter say top of the morning to you? However, I did. the 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 Irish accent to me always sounds like pirates to me. So we, we were we were Irish pirates this morning. Okay. Okay. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get the show daily. And if you think we burned it, give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.